welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is a place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast, where we have Dr. Nick. Oh, not everybody. <laughs> he wasn't ready for that. <laughs> Uh, today we wanted to give you uh, a, a big topic that uh, is is a big weight on people's shoulders, and that is weight loss and uh, weight loss and and um, how that affects uh, specifically knee pain, but lower body pain, hip pain, foot pain. You know, does reducing weight decrease stress across specific joints? Doctor Nick, what's the answer to that? Uh, yes, it does. <laughs> Pretty straightforward, <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast. Yes, good night, so, everybody. <laughs> the, the the reason why we're bringing this up is because we get so many people and so many clients asking, you know, coming in with knee pain, foot pain, hip pain, maybe even low back pain, and they've tried several different options: stretching, foam rolling, you strengthening, all these different things. But it's a topic that we sometimes don't address. And I think that it's important to know just the science behind it. Dr. Nick, I'll, I'll let you take lead on this. I, I think you have some pretty good information on um, some stats and things that might be able to help the public. What do you got? Did a little research this morning, you know, preparing far in advance for our podcast. And um, a little bit of extra weight. Every extra pound adds four pounds of pressure per joint to it. Um, when you're walking up and down stairs, when you're walking upstairs, there's two times your body weight going through your knee joint. When you're walking down a set of stairs, there is four times your body weight going through the knee joint. When you are squatting, there's four to five times your body weight moving through the knee joint. And when you're walking, it's one and a half times your body weight going through the joint. You know, and, and those are, those are big numbers. And I, I don't think we're able to appreciate that because when we walk, we just feel like just your body weight, right? So going up and down stairs, believe it or not, is significant. I mean, that's a lot of load going through the knee, uh, going through the hips. And 200 pounds, it's 800 pounds pressure going through your joint. I'm going to have you repeat that because that's pretty impressive. So let's do that just with 100 pounds because I'm not a, ma a mathematician. I was, sure, was going to say magician, but <laughs> I'm also not that either. So, uh, Okay, so if I weigh 100 pounds and I go upstairs, how much force is going through my knees? 200 pounds. If I go downstairs, I'm 100 pounds? 400 pounds. That is a lot. And even if those numbers, yeah, yeah, even if those numbers aren't exact, right? So let's just say double for both. That's yeah. significant. So if if you go up and down stairs on a regular basis, and, and some may have that requirement as part of your job, uh, that, that's something to keep in mind, right? So, and, and that's assuming that you have the appropriate leg strength to be able to sustain that quad strength, hip strength. And if you feel like you've lost a lot of strength in your knees and hips, and you're not able to support that. That's going more towards the joint. That's more force. That's not. You don't have the suspension system. You don't. That's what your muscles oh, yeah. do. And so, okay. So that's going up and down stairs. And squatting is how. What was the percent again? Or four to five times. Four to five times. So it's if, just a body weight squat. That's a body that's weight low. squat. So if you have you weigh hundred pounds, that's four to five hundred. Four to five hundred. 
pounds increased pounds yeah wow okay so let's well stress stress, stress. right because let, that's that so you can't mass can't be created right so um we're not going to increase in, in mass right there so okay so if we have that much load going through the knee and that's a healthy knee so now let's imagine somebody with decreased joint space um because we know after 25 a lot of these changes start to happen uh, so now if you've got strength loss from an injury you don't have uh, the healthiest knees, and now you decide to do, you know, body weight squats. Heaven forbid you ended up doing a loaded squat, right? So now we have a barbell even squat, more. even more. So just remember that even though a little bit of weight is applied to something that you have on your body, uh, you know, whether it's a barbell or kettlebell, now you're adding that load on top of the just natural increase in load that you have from doing the movement. And that's powerful. The biggest thing we really wanted to bring across to you is, is bring awareness to the math and the physics that happens to your knee joints. And sometimes we have people who come in, but I just went for a three-mile run. Well, we said now, what's the percent increase in, in running or jogging? Uh, running or jogging is two to three. Okay. So if we have that, even if it was four times or double or three, that's significant stress going across those knees. Now, that's thousands how, of steps. That, so correct. Time. Correct. Yeah. So if we do a mile, which is like 4,000, I forget what the song, how the song goes. 4,000 feet. 4,000 yeah. reps, so, right? So, a little over. Right. So you do that 4,000 <laughs> steps plus two to three times your body weight. Uh, that's a lot of load going through there. So now let's do the reverse. If we want to reduce that stress, we can uh, try and get better shoes. We can get stronger. We can get more flexible. We can get work done at sports performance, physical therapy, <laughs> a shameless plug. And then also the, the point we want to talk about is the weight loss side. So you're frustrated, you feel like you've done things, or you're on the flip side. You're thinking about the prevention side. How do I, I want to get into running. How do I prevent or minimize my risk of developing pain? Well, we know that weight loss and decreasing, uh, decreasing your actual weight can significantly help. So if you weigh 100 pounds and you want to start jogging a little bit more, uh, if you lose, let's say a pound, how much is that going to reduce in theory? Four, four pounds four of pressure. Pounds stress. Okay. <laughs> so four pounds of pressure that's per one pound weight loss. So if you feel that you're five pounds overweight and you lose five pounds, that's 20 pounds 20 of pressure pounds. directly on that knee. You think that's going to help? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's huge. So You've heard it before from family, friends, medical providers, you know, you should think about uh, losing weight. Why? I mean, that makes sense inherently, but it's math. It's truly just if you reduce weight, that's reduced stress. And uh, I think that's hard for, for people to hear sometimes, but it's good to know because it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, there's even a... <sighs> There's a perfect formula for your body. Not everybody's the same, 
but right, even if you're in a sport or agility athlete thing, like there's a force is mass time acceleration, and if you need to slow down and change directions very fast, there's a perfect formula there where you have lean muscle mass, fat mass that's going to be able to allow you to move. So if you even have four pounds of lean muscle mass and you're a little bit slow in your change of direction, say you did a bunch of strength training over the summer and put on a bunch of weight, uh, even cutting some of that down is going to make you a little bit faster in and out of your cuts. Huge. Okay, so we talked about the weight loss and pain reduction and potentially injury prevention, but what about the performance side, right? So that's what you just talked about right now. Yeah. So how would that... How would that truly impact? So say somebody wants to go out and sprint faster. How does that really affect anything? Like how does weight loss affect that? Uh, Acceleration is, what is acceleration is? uh, Mass divided by force. So if if you end up just sprinting and you have a lot of stress to your knee, uh, Maybe they're not in pain, and maybe they're not looking to lose weight. But having that conversation of maybe their lean mass, their lean mass is good, but maybe their fat mass is a little higher. So if we do reduce that fat reduce mass, mass. you reduce total mass, right? Yes. So now we have less stress and then less weight to push. So therefore, less force to move it. As correct. Well. That's exactly it. So it's like Which having a parachute acceleration. Correct. So all these things add up to improved performance. Mm-hmm. So now that doesn't mean go out and lose 20 pounds and think you're going to be so much faster because you do, if you lose, you know, muscle mass. If you lose muscle mass, yes. Right. So this is just the equation. And if you're not right? actually doing sprint training. <laughs> <laughs> the caveat here, please do not just go out and sprint because of this podcast. That might be so we, fast. we don't, no, 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 no. <laughs> We're just trying to uh, advocate for looking at total numbers and how that can improve your quality of life. And, and um, as we always talk about, we have three pillars uh, with our team and that's the fitness rehab and the wellness side. Mm-hmm. So on the fitness side you know just by reducing weight you can actually move uh faster more efficiently on the rehab side that you can more efficiently yeah yeah, more efficiently right and and the rehab side you can decrease load which is going to decrease pain uh inherently Mm -hmm. uh because there's less stress being applied to the joint um and then on the wellness side that means that you can just enjoy the activities that you do on a daily basis uh, without having so much pressure go through your knees. So um, all in all, let's consider that in addition to all the things that you might be working on to reduce strain and prevent injury, that understanding that the the weight loss or the mass that you have does truly impact the joints that support you. And I know that makes sense, right? We're all kind of shaking our head. Uh, yeah. It does. But knowing these numbers is important because it's, it's a little the, insight. It is. It, right? Because it's the day-to-day stuff that you do, that it's you manifest. literally do at work, you do at home. If you have a two-story home, you're going up, up and down stairs all day. If you're a... You're cleaning, picking up your kids' stuff off absolutely. the floor. If you're a stay-at-home uh, parent, you're doing that every day, right? And if you have young kids, you're kneeling. Mm-hmm. You're squatting. You're going down to reach for them. If you weigh 100 pounds, that's a certain amount of pressure going through those knees. Yeah. So if you weigh 98, you reduce 
10 pounds or eight pounds right there of, of force of stress going through those knees. So that actually is an yeah. easy way. So you can do all the thigh strengthening you want, but an easy equation is if we just reduce total mass and total uh, weight loss, that actually might help tremendously too. So uh, we uh, we thought that this would be helpful, right? And, and I think that this was brought up by one of our uh, team members, uh, Erica, if you're out there and listening, you're welcome. Um, and, and these are intended for you guys and, and the public to be able to help you train. That is our mission here. How do you stay active with taking the least amount of days off? Absolutely. That is it. So What's days off? Yeah, days off. What is that concept? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we hope this helps you guys. This is a is an important um, factor in, in your training. And um, in addition to taking days off and doing all the best recovery habits, know that numbers uh, are truly following you everywhere. And, and the more that you squat, the more that you run. Just remember those knees, hips, and feet have to be able to sustain that. And your low back. Okay. So by reducing your mass... It's only going to help you reduce stress and potentially reduce pain. Yeah. Dr. Nick, would you agree? I would agree. Now, uh, Dr. Nick, I, you, I didn't even ask you, have you had to manage with this and play with your own kind of numbers as well and uh, have to reduce strain on your on your joints? Yeah. Uh, I bartended my way through college. Whoa. I gained way up to about 200 pounds. Wow. Um, Actually, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. No, I didn't have much uh, pain. I couldn't move very well. Um, felt a little bit uncomfortable. Mm. And uh, I had to work towards losing that. And mm. that brought a lot of pain about in different joints. And actually, is how I got a hip injury that led me to go seek physical therapy and become a physical therapist. Mm. See? We, that we promised we didn't make that up. So uh, it, it, we live and breathe it, and, and we hope this helps you guys. So uh, from the Sports Performance team at, uh, on the Sports Performance Podcast, we thank you for listening, and uh, tune in next time. See you guys. See ya.